The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the hosts, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonhalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get your money mind right. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash freebook and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. We're so glad to have you. I'm Heather Wagonhall, flanked by my producer extraordinaire, Michael Terry. Hey, hey, hey. And we will help you get your money mind right on this new season. Happy Independence Day. It is the 4th of July. Whoopee! So, like, you light the rockets. <laughs> okay, apparently I'm not paying enough for real sound effects. <laughs> I've got the inexpensive voiceover version. Thank you. Thank you, folks. It's, it's, it's. Our nation's Independence Day, which I'm super stoked about, we did our Declare Your Financial Independence Day on July 1, if you haven't listened to that, where we turn the tables and Michael actually interviews me, and it was so kooky being on the other side of my own mic, it was so wild. That was fun. I know, it was crazy, we should do that again, that was so, that was different. Yeah. It was different. So, uh... So it's our brand new season. So it's our first key in our Keys to Riches financial wellness series. It's acceptance and affirmation. We've got a great moolah word of the day for you. Trivia question, as always, based on a previous show key, and that's become a voracious reader, which is from last week and last season. And I'm so excited, like beyond excited, like thrilled, amazed, awestruck, honored. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It is just, I cannot begin to express the emotions I'm going through right now because I have Mastering Happiness author Dr. Joel Wade, who I met last year at the Atlas Society Summit, and he is a protege of Dr. Nathaniel Brandon, whom we all know, the father of self-esteem and one of you know my greatest idols. And what a thrill it was to interview him on my show. And he was pretty, he was pretty excited when I said, um, are you familiar with his work? And he goes, familiar? And he goes, I am one of his protégés. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I was so excited. And then I got all these videos and stuff of, of him interviewing uh, Dr. Brandon. It was so yeah. super cool. Uh, so he's going to be on today. I'm so thrilled, excited. Like, excited is not the word. It's another word. It's... um. And it's part honored, awestruck, yeah. And I'm not like a starstruck kind of person, but his body of work is amazing. So uh, we'll get to uh, have an extended conversation with him as we kick off this new season, the 20th season 
online and syndicated. I can't believe it. 20 years, well, not 20 years, but 20 seasons in syndication. That's huge. That's huge for us. Um, So that's great. As always, we will talk about your money, credit, and how to get ahead in any economy. We'll show you how to manage your money easier. Saving time, reducing stress, using our proven techniques for you to create unlimited wealth and happiness. Now, Insiders Club members are automatically entered in weekly giveaways. And if you are not a member and would like to compete for great money management tools, just answer today's trivia question correctly. And by the way, I can tell you what we're giving away. So we're going to do two today. So uh, when I was at Atlas this summer and I got to hang out with Dr. Wade, I got two books to give away for you folks. Not one, but two. So I'll take two right answers for this week's trivia question. And how apropos that I'm giving away two of his books for the Become a Voracious Reader. So last week's key was Become a Voracious Reader, okay? And reading materially alters our brain. Once we read a word, it's in there. We can't unknow something once we know it, all right? And so what is the name of our strategy that we use to become voracious readers? It's a kitschy little quick phrase, and I know it's been a, a week, so you probably don't even remember what it was. What is the strategy? So, I, so what is the strategy for becoming a voracious reader? It's simple, and it has a number in it. Hmm. Simple, and that's your hint, and it has a number in it. You can win one of three ways. Call in, chat in, or email in to win. If you're listening live, you can hop in the chat room. Hi, I'm here. Come visit. Hi, see me waving. Michael's waving too. Hi. So you can you can uh, chat in your answer if you are listening from a podcast and you want to email it in. That's trivia at uywradio.com. Trivia at uywradio.com. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way. Um, if you're a millennial, you probably don't know what this is, but you could pick up a telephone which is not like a mobile phone, but a telephone, and you can call us with your potential right answer at 866-966-9420. That's 1-866-966-9420, and you too could be a wiener. Uh, Now, you you like that? I forget. I picked that up from somebody that used to say that. Well, it's probably somebody that owned a dachshund. Yeah, a wiener dog. You too could be a wiener. You too can be a wiener. Dog, like De Niro. Yeah. Uh, so how about some minutes on your money? The two most important people you need to hire when house hunting. You know, it's absolutely imperative to find a good real estate professional when you go to buy a house. And your next one is a home inspector. It's valuable to your home and your future because your realtor is going to look out for you like your mom would. They're going to look for properties that they think that you would like based on the criteria you give them. And they're going to find stuff in your price range because they're going to try to be conservative about that. They're going to help you match your desired location and as many amenities that you want that you could possibly squeeze at your price range into your home. They're all also going to know how to negotiate a great price and they're going to know what to include in a real estate purchase contract. Finding a talented real estate professional whom you can trust is key to finding the right home for you at the right price. 
Okay. And there's a lot of things that go into that. One of the first things that you should ask when you go to interview you, your prospective real estate professional is, can you give me a sample contract and explain this to me so I know what terms I'm negotiating for? And you want to know that up front before you even start looking at properties because some properties might cancel themselves out if they're not accepting any financing. Right. If they like are in a hurry and want a cash transaction and or they want you to qualify for their mortgage company if it's one of those weird things that's yeah. going on with all of the foreclosure stuff. There's still a few those out there. The next important guy is a home inspector. He or she will go every go through every inch of that home with a fine tooth comb and it'll report back to you and on any and every cause for concern they find. I mean, little things like a loose toilet handle to something major like, um, hey, there's flashing mishing on your roof and then when I'm running the hose, it's going right into the attic. <laughs> So those are the two most important professions that can help facilitate your dream of home ownership and keep it that way versus the nightmare it could eventually end up in. I'm so excited. I'm so thrilled. I'm so jazzed. What's the word I'm looking for? I figure if I say excited enough times, I'll figure out the other word I'm looking for. I'm epic. I'm so epic out. Well, he is the most epic guest. So we have the most epic guest, plus our moolah word of the day and this week's Key in the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, Acceptance and Affirmation. Stay tuned for more on Lock Your Wealth Radio right after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew what they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt again like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on Fort Myers Beach Radio for your morning cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. And we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am your maven of moolah, Heather Wagon Halls here with the ever-popular, super phenomenal producer. Don't be waving the finger at me and rushing me. No, <laughs> Extraordinaire. I'm ringing the bell. Oh, oh, that's what that is? Yes. See, God, you know, I need to pay for the advanced package so I can have the actual sound effects. Ding, 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 ding. 
<laughs> I guess I hurt your feelings earlier. No, and nobody ever. With my lame fireworks, but anyway, so uh, yes, the uh, inimitable uh, Uber famous. He's so famous, he's infamous. Like El Guapo from Three Amigos. Yeah. You're infamous, Michael Terry. And uh, our moolah word of the day is market order. It's a phrase, moolah phrase. And it is a buy or sell order in which the broker is to execute the order at the best price currently available. It's also called at the market. These are often the lowest commission trades because they involve very little work by the broker. So it's like he doesn't have to wait for a particular dollar amount. You say go, he goes, okay. You say jump, he goes, how high? And that's it. Not how high and when, how high. So that's it for your moolah word of the day. Pretty self-explanatory. Here we go. So for all of my energy and enthusiasm, my thrill of the moment, author of Mastering Happiness, Dr. Joel Wade is a marriage and family therapist in private practice in California. He is a life coach as well and a teacher of graduate students and other therapists. He is a life coach that he finds, or I should say, as a life coach, he finds that he can bring all of the best of what he has learned collectively to his clients without some of the drawbacks that the framework of traditional psychotherapy can bring. And he is here to help enlighten us. Please, let's introduce Dr. Joel Wade. Dr. Wade, thank you so much for being a part of Unlock Your Wealth Radio. It's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you, Heather. It's delightful to be here. I was so enthralled with your presentation last year at the Atlas Summit. When I read your topic summary, I thought, wow, this is very intriguing. And then when I had an opportunity to sit and listen to you, everything you espouse about mastering happiness is right in line with what we talk about with our brain-based financial literacy program and how we really have to kind of get out of our own way when it comes to dealing with life and specifically for our listeners, dealing with managing their money more effectively. What led you down that path? Well, gosh, uh, when I was 20, I was fortunate enough to meet Nathaniel Brandon. And I went to a a workshop of his. And that following Monday, I changed my major to psychology and and knew exactly what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he inspired me and and was a a great mentor and friend to me. Uh, To this day, I'm still in touch with him, and, and uh, uh, he's really a, a, a big influence in my life, and got me got me headed in a in a direction that really has unfolded from there. I, too, have been inspired by Dr. Brandon, and it's because of my involvement with the book Atlas Shrugged. I was one of those nerdy kids that was a great reader, and so my teachers just started giving me thicker books and thicker books, and so I was exposed to Atlas at a very young age, and I was really fortunate for that, and as a result, it... In profoundly influenced who I was because I connected with Dagny Taggart uh-huh. so much and John Galt was this incredible hero figure and I've always kind of been looking my whole life for this John Galt figure uh-huh. that was a man of reason and a man of integrity. Yep. And one of the pieces that was missing for me with objectivism was how do we get there? And when I started finding out about the life of Ayn Rand and I started reading more about her and that 
Dr. Brandon was her intellectual heir. And then I discovered as I was researching him that he actually went on to do his own institute and he was essentially the father of the self-esteem movement. And I feel strongly that he was the, the missing link that actually makes objectivism work and because I think more people would consider themselves objectivists if they felt it was achievable. And I feel like when you just study objectivism alone without Nathaniel's piece, it's people don't know how to get there. Yeah. So the, the, the ideals of characters like John Galt, you, you don't even see where they come from, really. They're, they're, uh, they're, not, they're not human in the sense of, well, here's here's how you kind of struggle to get you know, towards that because uh, living with integrity and living a, a you know a good, honest, solid, productive life, it's always a work in progress. Mm-hmm. We don't come into the world you know ready made with uh, it, your integrity is about integrating your experience. So you're always building your integrity. It's it's not ever a done thing. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that's one thing that I really got from Nathaniel and uh, had a big effect on me. I like that. There's there's profundity in that. And I think we miss that as individuals as we think about how logical Ein was with objectivism and she could only be objective and only be logical. And I think it has to do with biologically how we're set up to think, where we process the thought with the instinctual brain first and it's fight, freeze, or flee. And I feel like every moment is either a win or a loss right then and there and it's forever. And I like how you said that because, you know, the integrity part of that is uh, that we're constantly integrating. And I don't know if you would agree with this statement, but when we talk about integrity, it's built by individual choices. And in each moment, we can continue to refine and redefine our integrity. Like, whoops, we messed up on that last decision, but now I have a new opportunity to make a new decision and build that integrity and respect. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And and that's, you know the one thing that's missing from uh from Rand's work almost missing there's one exception that I know of in Atlas Shrugged and that's the wet nurse is Ooh. the idea of moral redemption where you make a mistake you do you make a bad choice you do something wrong you indulge you know uh some kind of temptation that that goes against your values and you catch yourself and you do what it takes to make it right. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you build a good life from there. And I think most of us have had experiences like that somewhere along the line where we mess up and, you know, or we, you know, hang out with friends that are a bad influence and we do stupid things when we're younger. Or, you know, there's so many ways that we can, we just didn't have enough information to make the right choice. And we look back and we, you know, really regret what we did. Well, then what you do is you learn from that. You integrate that experience mm-hmm. and you become a better person for it. And in, in Rand's work, uh, the only character that I know of that did that was the wet nurse where he was working for the bureaucracy against, 
uh, Hank Reardon, and then he ends up really changing his his view and understanding what he's done and regretting yeah. it, and he ends up saving Reardon's life, uh, sacrificing his own for him, actually. But in most cases, you don't have to sacrifice your life because you messed up. You can mm-hmm. learn, make amends, take action that makes it right as much as you can, and then in the future, you've, you're a different person for it. And that's a very, very powerful uh, human quality. And it's, in fact, it's, it's one of the, if you look at stories and movies, TV shows, so much of what makes a compelling story is the character learns and grows and, and uh, makes up for mistakes they made and becomes a stronger, better person for it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, first, that's a great character to pull from out of the book, for example, because we do get to see the wet nurse's evolution and his understanding. And I like how you noted that he was totally naive when he got started. He really thought he was doing the right thing with his job for the government to go, hey, watch Hank Reardon, and that's all he knew. Yeah. And he knew what he knew. I think that that's kind of one of the things that we fall into when we go to make decisions. We can only make a decision based on the information we have. And if that information is flawed or the way we interpret it and embed it is flawed, yeah. then we are always going to have flawed results. But when we have the opportunity to take in new information, there's our redemption. Right. Because now we can make a new decision and we can right the wrong, so to speak. And, and that's why uh, so much of making positive change in life involves standing in a larger context. Mm-hmm. So if, you're, if you have troubles that you're struggling with, it's natural to kind of be, be a, have sort of tunnel vision around your problems and focusing on the struggle. And it's hard to get anywhere from it. It's kind of like lifting yourself. You're sitting in a chair and trying to lift up the chair with you in it. <laughs> uh, you have to get up out of the chair in order to stand outside of that context and pick it up. Um, so if, if you're struggling with the trouble of some kind, you have to have a bigger context, a bigger perspective uh-huh. in order to see the solutions to the problems. And so that's, you know, and, and hopefully we're always learning and growing and, and expanding our perspective. And that allows mm-hmm. us to wrestle with and kind of wrestle our problems to the ground more easily over time. Well, what do you think keeps us from standing outside our own context? Mm. Well, for better or worse, we're we're really creatures of habit. Yes. We develop habits and we develop, uh, we, we literally train our brain to steer us in the directions that we're comfortable with and right. that we're used to. Right. And that those can be, it can be great if those are good habits, you know, like, uh, I have a habit of working out every morning. That's mm-hmm. a good habit, you know, and, or if you have good uh, eating habits. Yeah. Well, then you don't have to use your willpower for every move you make. It's established. You don't have to think about it. You can use your willpower for other things. Right. But if they're not so good habits or real bad habits, you still have that same pull to do the same thing over and over and over because it's comfortable and familiar and oh, yeah. and frankly our brains are designed to 
have us do the same routine. But because of our consciousness, we're able to redirect ourselves, our habits, and actually literally sort of rewire our brains in the process. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you want to change your eating habits, you can change your eating habits. It takes some willpower to set up the structures and the 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 routines and sort of the rituals but over time over a few weeks or a couple months if you do that regularly you have a new habit and then you don't have to use your will to make sure you're eating the right food all the time you just kind of naturally gravitate towards it right I love that. And we are abutting a commercial break. So when we get back, I want to talk to you about overcoming autopilot. You are listening to Dr. Joel Wade on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And we'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhall. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on the Jiggy Jaguar radio network for your cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. And we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she... Your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhall. And I am so thrilled to have Dr. Joel Wade here on the program today. Now, Dr. Wade, before we left for the break, you brought up something amazing that we always talk about here. And you mentioned discipline and willpower. And that's a conscious activity. And we know that behavior is subconscious. So how do we use our conscious ability through discipline and willpower to retrain some of those bad habits and behaviors that are keeping us broke or impoverished or overweight or underpaid or at, uh, at work or in a crappy relationship. How do we use that discipline and willpower to break those cycles and retrain that behavior? Well, that's a great question. And, and we've really been learning a lot about willpower and, and, and how we can direct and, and really change, change our brain with our mind. Uh, over time. Mm-hmm. And one of the key things about willpower is that it's, 
it's limited. So uh, if you look at when, when people uh, kind of succumb to bad habits of eating or drinking or, or uh, kind of giving up on something or not doing such good work, it's often mm-hmm. at the end of the day when they're tired and they're hungry, when they're, they're, there's a lot of fatigue, and that is because willpower takes energy. So every decision we make takes a little bit of energy. And so it's now we can always rally mm-hmm. if there's something really important. We can right. rally and focus and, and, you know, bring up the willpower we need. But it's not something you can maintain as a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, uh, you just get fatigued. You get worn out. Right. So the, the key is to not have to use your willpower all the time. The key is to develop uh, structures and rituals and positive habits right. that sort of take care of themselves. So, mm-hmm. like for example, I, I work out every morning. I go to a class. All I have to do is get up, get dressed, get in the car, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Then I, I just drive there, do what they say, and, and I'm, I'm done in terms of willpower. Um, in terms of having to, that takes everything out of it in terms of, well, I've got to think about what am I going to do for exercise? What's my routine going to be today? You know, what am I going to, I don't have to think about any of that. The structure takes care of it for me. Now I chose the structure very carefully and I have a place that I know is really good. So I trust the structure because I already did my homework. I already used my willpower to create a very good positive structure for myself. But then that part of using my will for the day, um, I'm, I'm not draining my reserves. I can use it for other things. I get home and I can do my creative work, which requires a lot of decisions. Mm-hmm. And so the key to using your willpower is to use it to create structures that guide you in a positive direction rather than having to make decisions every moment of every day that that move you from temptation or towards the you know a positive direction mm-hmm. use your willpower to create structures that guide you well and over time that's a great way to say that yeah, mm. yeah and then over time your your brain follows suit and the, the pathways in your brain know, okay, this is what, uh, what Joel or Heather or, uh, you know, wants to do. So I'll help them mm-hmm. along. I'll, I'll make this attractive for them. Um, and, and then you have a, a good positive habit. Yeah. And it's because that first day you have to get past it with regard to not hitting the snooze bar again. And I know when I fall off the wagon with exercise, I either have to sleep in my gym clothes or make sure they're right next to the bed. I have to set myself up for the success. Yeah, exactly. I used to have a really energetic dog, and and he was wide awake before the sun would peek over the mountains, and he'd be digging in the sheets and scurrying me out of bed, and so I was always up. And now I have this dog that 
like he reaches over and hits the snooze bar before me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's so funny, too, because my husband and I are early birds, but this dog is so not like us in that respect. Oh, man. And it's so difficult, I think, because the team that you surround yourself with um, – They have to be supportive people, and it also helps because I've got one for the cause with my husband saying, get up, get up, but then I've got one against the cause going, oh, mom, just whack that snooze bar one more time. Yeah, having supportive people, that's a big part of it as well. So Uh, what do you think? Um, We just discussed two really important things. First, simplify your willpower drain by making it easier for you to do it. That way you don't have to think about what exercise I'm going to do first, second, third, or fourth. You just know that if you get up and go to this place, they're going to do all of that for you. So they're taking that extra thought process off your plate, which is good because the way the brain is basically lazy and we create all these patterns to begin with, that that takes our justification for not following through with it because it's just too difficult off our table. So then we also want to give ourselves a support system around us. So you want your dog to get up when you do, and you want your husband or wife or significant other, you want the, them to be all in congruency with the with being your support team. So I think the better question is, why is it so easy for us to stay the same? Well, again, it's because our, our brain thinks that's what we want. And so um, uh, we train our brain to guide us in certain directions so that we don't have to think about it. Now, in a positive way, mm-hmm. uh, for me, the exercise class, um, that's a good positive habit. I don't need to think about it because I already did my homework. Mm-hmm. But if it's a bad habit, then it's, you know, the, your, our brain doesn't know the difference. It's just oh. saying, okay, that's what you want me to get you to do. I'll do it. And so it's really up to our conscious awareness and, and our, our consciously held values and goals. Uh, to If we drive our life from what we consciously want and we consciously believe and, and value, then we truly are owning our own life and not just following the impulses that have been laid down, maybe by chance, by... Uh, you know, experiences that we had when we were young, uh, we don't have to be the victim of habits that were established right. a long time ago when we didn't maybe know our values or our goals. Right. And, and uh, now we can look at what we really want consciously and we can choose to create habits that support those. And in doing that, that's how you really own your life. You're not okay. renting your life. You're owning <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. So you're in possession of the direction you take. And like we were saying earlier, you're not going to do it perfectly. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to oh, yeah. stumble. You're going to learn from your mistakes. And if you keep on that road and don't get caught up in the idea that you have to do it perfectly, right. but that you do it in a growth fashion, uh, then you're going to become a, a stronger, better person over time. Yes. And one of the key things is to be aware of the difference between what you can do and what you can't do. Mm-hmm. There are things you have control over, and there's things that you just don't have control over. Mm-hmm. I can't make somebody feel something. I can 
maybe inspire somebody or influence somebody, but their experience is their experience. So right. I don't have control over that. I have control over what I say and do. And, and so really separating out the things you do have control of and those you don't have control of. Mm-hmm. And, and there's one other thing I wanted to say. Let's say you want to establish a new habit. Okay. There are, you're going to fail at times. <gasps> so if you want to establish a, a new pattern of eating, you want to eat more veggies, more fruit, you know, a, a healthier eating habit, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be times when you just you have a piece of cake or you, you, know, you get drawn to something that you regret later on. Right. Well, if in advance you can anticipate what's going to throw you off, uh-huh. then you can think of solutions to that in advance, practice it in your mind, and then when you get thrown off track, you can jump right back on track. Okay. So, for example, uh, if working out in the morning, um, one thing that could throw throw you off is, okay, now where's my workout gear? Oh, I don't know where it is. Maybe it's in the laundry. Maybe it's, uh, I'll just go back to sleep. <laughs> well, the solution to that is have everything laid out, you know, the night before so you know right where it is, and then that's not a problem. So if you can anticipate the stumbling blocks ahead of time, that can help you to establish the new habits better. That's awesome. Now, you have some really great techniques in your book, Mastering Happiness, that I want to talk about after we return from the break. You are listening to Dr. Joel Wade on Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and we will be right back with more after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt again like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on Fort Myers Beach Radio for your morning cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. And we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your maven of moolah, Heather Wagonhalt, 
with Dr. Joel Wade as our guest as we kick off our new season, and it's also our nation's Independence Day. As you know, we just celebrated our Declare Your Financial Independence Day on July 1st, our Unlock Your Wealth radio celebration, and Dr. Wade, you've written an incredible book, Mastering Happiness, the 10 Principles for Practicing a More Fulfilling Life. And when I think about a more fulfilling life, I think money management is a non-issue because we're living from a different place in our hearts and in our spirits or souls, whatever we want to refer to it as. When we are fulfilled on the inside, it facilitates ease on the outside. Would you agree or disagree with that statement? Yeah, it 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 certainly makes it more more likely and more uh, uh, you're going to have more ease in general, which doesn't mean you're not going to have struggles and, and challenges mm-hmm. and, and you know things that catch you off guard that you have to wrestle with. Um, so a, a happy, fulfilled life doesn't mean a trouble-free life. It, it right. sometimes can mean you actually have more conflicts and challenges because you're really leaning into life. You're, you're, you're diving into the challenges of life. And, uh, so, um, it's, it's important to, to have that distinction because Mm -hmm. a a happy, fulfilled life is also, it's, it's not just about having a happy time. It's nice to have a happy time. I'm not against that, but it's also sort of a grittier, more resilient life as well. Mm Mm-hmm. One of my favorite authors, well, more like number one, is Ayn Rand, and I most heavily influenced her because still to this day, every year I sharpen the saw, and thank goodness it's on audiobook now, so Scott Brick just reads it to me so I don't have to Ah. read yeah, because my eyes are bad. Um, I have to wear glasses now in order to read, so it makes it difficult. But one of my yeah, next favorite authors is the late M. Scott Peck, and he wrote the trilogy The Road Less Traveled. And I remember the first oh, yeah. sentence in his first book, three words, life is difficult. And once we accept that instead of expecting it to be easy, and then we are surprised yeah. when we are riddled with all these problems, instead of having problems that can't be solved, he asks us to look at it like we just have these simple challenges to overcome to get where we want to go. How does this expectation that life is supposed to always be happy, like happiness is this permanent state, how do we get from that to a better understanding of or definition of what happiness is? Well, this is is really crucial because... um, when I talk about happiness, it's really more along the lines of the ancient Greek word eudaimonia, okay. which my, my favorite definition of that word is success at being human. So it's not about a smiley face. Yes. Okay. So it's not about just a smiley face or everything going your way or your ship coming in. That's a very passive relationship to, to life. And unfortunately, we have a lot of of these days in our culture, a lot of sense of entitlement, a lot of sense of <laughs> that things should just come to us, and some of the pop psychology literature and the the you know popular cultural notions are like do what you love and the money will just come. Well, it doesn't necessarily work that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you that. Do, do what do what you love 
work really hard at it and and struggle to learn as much as you can about how to do it and how to do the business of it yeah. and then you can create something from mm-hmm. that but um but it doesn't just come and it's really embracing the the struggle of it and the challenge of it is so crucial and actually that's what moves me that's why I do what I do okay. is to me um living a, a a happy fulfilled life and accepting the challenges that come with that mm-hmm. and, and having to be conscious having to bring your consciousness to areas you don't really feel like bringing it to because it's uncomfortable right. it's it actually takes a lot of courage it takes sometimes a heroic level of consciousness and and willingness to confront and enter into to uh conflict and challenges and that that struggle that heroic uh courageous path mm-hmm. is moves me so deeply personally it and that can be somebody striving to uh win a gold medal in the olympics mm-hmm. or it can be a couple striving to save a, a, a failing marriage, but yeah. really bringing everything to it. It can be a person that's struggling to lift themselves up from, from a bad situation mm-hmm. or, you know, a, a mediocre life into a, a better life. That process takes consciousness. It takes courage and it takes a real ownership and a real commitment to your own values and your own life. Yeah, and it's a it's it's a very um, it's a deep, deeply human struggle, and this being the Fourth of July, um, it's it really fits in with the line in the Declaration of Independence. It, we don't have the the right to happiness. Mm-hmm. We have the right to pursue happiness, and that pursuit is the human struggle. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a beautiful struggle. And from that, from the earned success of that struggle, that's where you get true, deep meaning and, and happiness about your life. I think that is so profound and so relevant to this first key in our Keys to Riches financial wellness series, which is acceptance and affirmation. And if we're living from and within this warm, fluffy blanket of denial while our world is crumbling around us, and we're even pretending like it's not crumbling or abdicating the responsibility from it, then we're never going to see the beauty of the struggle. Yes. Yeah, reality has to be your deepest ally. You have to be willing to look at what's really true, whether it's your financial situation or your situation in your relationship or your or your work or how you've been behaving in certain situations. It, that That's where the courage comes into it because it's hard to look at those things when you've been oblivious to them. Uh, but that's necessary. You can't orient to the solution until you face what's true and because what's true isn't going to change all by itself right so in your book mastering happiness how can you or i should say could you give us one or two of your principles from the book well one with probably the greatest leverage is gratitude 
Gratitude. Uh, gratitude. I, I talked earlier about having a larger context. If you are just focused on what's going wrong in your life and, and what people are doing wrong and what you don't like, you're stuck in a certain range of awareness. By looking for the good people, the good opportunities that have come your way, uh, the people that have loved you, supported you, mm-hmm. challenged you, uh, that have made you the person you are, helped you become the person you are today. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nobody made you be the person you are today, of course. If you right. focus on that and start thinking about those people and those opportunities, it strengthens you. It helps you stand back from the problem. and The problem becomes one thing in a much larger uh, field of experience. Mm-hmm. And so um, if there's one thing you take away from this interview, if you, at the end of each day, think of three good things that happened that day, just doing that can make, can give you a lot of leverage towards a happier life. It's not a cure-all, you know, it's not going to change everything, but it gives you some leverage to move in a positive direction. I think that's a wonderful thing, going from the cup is half empty to the cup is half full. And it's that simple shift. It's that simple shift. But I don't think people realize it because of its simplicity, how powerful it can possibly be. Yeah, and one way to leverage that, too, is to imagine a, a good person in your life. And what if you hadn't met them? What if they hadn't come into your life? What would your life be like now? Yeah. And that can really help you appreciate all the all the blessings that you've had from having this particular person in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get to appreciate, well, yes, they did come into my life. Wow. And then you start seeing all the positive from that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't negate any of the struggle or the, you know, life hurts sometimes. Oh, yeah. It doesn't negate all of that. It just puts it, it makes it smaller in the grand scheme of things. I like that resizing it to the proportion of attention it deserves and by changing that fo- that focus. Yeah. Gosh, you know, um, if folks want to get a hold of you and the other nine principles of the ten principles in your book, Mastering Happiness, or they want to seek you out for either counseling or coaching, I know you're a worldwide kind of guy, so how do folks get a hold of you, Dr. Wade? Yeah, I do. I do work with people all around the world by phone and Skype, so I've clients in Malaysia and Canada and Europe and all over the place. There's really with technology now, there's no limitation for that. And uh, you can find me at uh, drjoelwade.com is my website, Uh, dot com. And if you go there, there's a place you can sign up with your email and you get a free uh, learning optimism e-course. And that's another one of the principles in my book is optimism. And this course gives you a lot of real tangible things you can work with. And it's it's free. You just sign up for it. Yes, I did. I signed up for it. Ah. And I was so very excited to have my lessons in my inbox. It made it super easy. 
So thank you so much for being a part of the show, Dr. Wade. I'm just so inspired by your work. And for those of you who are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Dr. Joel Wade's show page and get all the linky links to his free learning, e-optimism, e-course, and his website and contact information. Stay tuned because we still have a brief but yet existent Keys to Riches coming up on our Independence Day version of Unlock Your Wealth Radio and we're kicking off Season 20 with Dr. Joel Waite. We'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Heather Wagonhall here from CrackingYourMoneyCode.com. Tune in to my Unlock Your Wealth update for your daily cup of money motivation. Weekdays at 1225 during the Midday News Report on Corey's Hometown Radio, 1370 AM, WWCB. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback, and we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalt, and I am so thrilled because what a better way to kick off our country's independence and our financial independence with one of the most esteemed men I've had the opportunity to interview and work with coming in the short future, like Dr. Wade, and what a great way to introduce this week's key, and it's our first key of the season, so for those of you joining us for the first time, the Keys to Riches is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do that one week at a time, one key at a time from our Keys to Riches. And this week's key, our first key, kicking it all off, is acceptance and affirmation. So what's critical here and what we talk about in our Unlock Your Wealth special from July 1st, if you haven't had a chance, go listen to that for our Declaration of Financial Independence Day show, is that we we outwardly and completely accept without limitation or hesitation our current financial state. 
And like Dr. Nathaniel Brandon says, the only way to make a move to change something is if we acknowledge there's a problem there to begin with. When we accept that we are overweight when we look in the mirror at ourselves nude or when we open our wallet and moths fly out and and. In addition to the moths flying out, you have monsters grabbing at you because uh, they were sent by the debt collectors. So, you know, you don't have to like it to accept it. You just have to make that recognition, that acknowledgement that that there's an issue. It's either an issue of a lack of knowledge, a lack of practice, or a lack of practicing the right things, bad patterning. And we've been doing the same, oh, the same bad thing over and over, expecting different results. Also the definition of insanity. So once we accept where it is we are, now because of the way the brain works, we have to reprogram ourselves for success because in addition to whoever else emotionally or mentally abused us, we do it ourselves all the time. When we you know, make a mistake in, in our checkbook, we be like, oh, I'm just terrible at managing money. Well, you're affirming that with that same statement. So what you need to do is visit our website and look through, drop in the search box, our bonus uh, section, for our affirmation success. And so you will get six Ps for affirmation success because all affirmations don't work. Only targeted affirmations work because there's a way they need to be set up and a way that they have to be structured and delivered in order for them to be successful. So if you've tried affirmations in the past and you're like, yeah, it's a bunch of garbage, didn't work. It's perhaps that maybe your affirmations weren't set up to help you succeed. So if you visit our website, you will find our six Ps for affirmation success. But if you just type in affirmation, all kinds of stuff will pop up once you type it in the search bar. And you'll be able to find out our cool six-step strategy to help you get on the path to financial freedom. That's it for this week's key because we spent so much time with Dr. Joel Wade. We have an abbreviated version this week. So for this week's key statement, key affirmation, and key action item, please visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for more in-depth interviews with money experts, strategies, and members-only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and happiness, do what other savvy listeners have and visit unlockyourwealthradio.com where you go to get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow. Become an Insiders Club member today and start receiving the benefits of millionaire wisdom right now. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com slash freebook and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, and for Michael Terry, you go out and make it a great day. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhall from the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2013 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.